Okay, today's daf is Psachim daf Pevav. We are on Pehem, the base, three lines from the bottom, Amar Rav. So I'm sorry, just three, three more words. Hachalonis v'oyve hachayma. So we're going to continue the previous mission for the first half of today's daf, then we'll finish up the parak with one more Mishnah and halachas that we actually mentioned previously. Okay, so the Mishnah had just told us we were trying to figure out an Aver Shiatza where you had a limb that was, it went out of the line. It went, it went outside of Yerushalayim. So then we got into the discussion of where is the, where's the end of the room? Where's the end of the Azar? We actually spoke about this regarding davening with, with a minion. The Gemara referenced that. So then the Mishnah concluded, the last line of the Mishnah was, the windows and the the thickness of the wall, seemingly on top of the wall, is kilifnim, is like the inside. So I'm a Rav. Gagin, the roof of Aliyos, and the, uh, the second floor. There's no Kedusha with that. So the Gemara says, Aini, is that true? Amar Rav, Mishum Rabbi Chia, Kezesa Pischa, Vehaalela Paka Igara. That everyone used to eat only a Kezayis of the Karm Pesach. They had lots of people for each Karban. So everyone just got their Kezayis. And the Halal, that they would sing after they ate the Karban, like we do, right? We do a Tzafain, right? Then we do Halal Nirza. Tzafain, right? Halal Nirza. So... The halal, so many, many Rishonim bring a riot, many supposed to say halal, but call rum. Anyways, the halal would crack the roof, okay? So many people were dancing and singing halal together, they were cracking. Now, what do you see from here? My love, it seems like they're eating it on the roofs of Yerushalayim, on the rooftops of their home, if you tell me that. Rav says, Gagin, Valias, Leinisgachu. They don't have the Kedusha of Yerushalayim. You can't bring your carbon Pesach up there to eat it. You have to eat it in your house. Your house has the Kedusha of Yerushalayim, but not the roof. So it seems like they were eating it on top of the roof. And then and, and that, that is uh, how you ought to eat it there. Right? Good. Didn't we also say there are 10 people for Pesach? No, I don't have 10 people for Pesach. When we're, when we're guessing the amounts? Yeah, so those days, right, right. So you're saying maybe the different, different timelines, exactly, I don't know. Okay, different, uh, different time periods. So the Gemara says, They ate it on the floor, meaning they ate it in their homes, on their dining room table, but they went up to the roof to say halal. Like after the after the suit, they went up and they were, So that one of the last Mishnayis in the Masech that talks about this is what you answer to the Chacham, right? You tell the Chacham, We don't have after Pesach. There are two shitas what this means, but Rav is the one that said, if I'm a Rav, the word means, if you look at Rashi, third line, uh, so you can't go somewhere else. Rav says that's what Afikamen means. You're not allowed to go from one Chaburah to another Chaburah. So how could they go up to the rooftops to say halal together, but Sibur, you can't do that. You're not allowed to go upstairs. When are we eating? That's an Isser to leave your house. But Khan, when they said halal, they already benched. You already did your benching. Now you're going up to sing, no problem. You are allowed to go up. But by the way, a person, if bishas the achila, you're not allowed to leave. And we know there's another halacha. We're going to get to this in Avi Psachim. We cannot eat. That's the other lashon of this. You cannot eat after the afikaiman. Plus, if someone has, a, someone has a boy born to them, and that Friday night is, is Lel Pesach. So it's very difficult to make a uh, Shalom Zachar. What are you going to serve? You can't serve anything. 
And if it's Bishas Achila, it could be we had the same halachic practice not to leave, not to go from one house to the other house, don't go to someone's house for dessert. Uh, uh, the Leil say there. Okay, next. Tashma. You told me, Rav said, Gagin, the rooftops, and the Aliyah is the second floor. Loinis Kadosh, you do not have Kedusha. Is that true, Tashma? I'll bring you a Raya, not like Rav. Abashol Oimer. Aliyah space Kachi HaKadoshim. The uh, Aliyah, the second floor of the base Kachi If you look at it, if you have pictures, the way the base finish was built was that there was like a second story right above the Kaidesh, the Kaidesh HaKadoshim. So the Brisa says, Chamur, the second floor, was more Chamur at a higher level of Kedushim based Kachi Even from the base Kachi HaKadoshim, why? She based Kachi HaKadoshim, There was an annual visit on Yom Kippur, but Valiyah's base Kachi HaKadoshim, on top of it, meaning once every seven years, either twice every seven years, some say, once in a Yoyvah, they would go check it to make sure there was nothing going on there. But they were never allowed to go in there except for maintenance. So, you see that the Aliyah's base has a higher level of Kedusha. So how are you telling me, Rav, that Gagin Kadashu, that rooftops and second floors in Yerushalayim and Nazar, all over the place, there's no Kedusha. You see, it even has a greater level of Kedusha. Were you asking Akasha from the Heichel? That's not what he was talking about. When Rav said, that there's no Kedusha in the Gag and in Ali, he's talking about Yerushalayim. But the Heichel itself, no, Shani Heichel, the Pasik says in Divri Hayamim, it's actually fascinating that David HaMelech was told by Nasan Navi that you're going to build the, the, the Beis HaMedosh. David HaMelech that night didn't sleep. He wrote the blue, draw the blueprints for the Beis HaMedosh. Nasan had to come back to him the next day and say, by the way, it, it's not going to be you. Why is that? So there's a, there's a lot to learn in Machshava that the, the lave, the heart of David HaMelech is found in the Beis HaMedosh. And it's Ki'ilu, he, he's the one that built it. David Hanafal, it's not David, Shlomo built it. But it's, the, it's that passion, that yearning, that, that makes up the base of Middash. But anyways, David HaMelech gives the blueprints to Shlomo HaMelech. We David L'Shlomo B'Noyes, Tabnas Ulamas, Batav, V'Ganzaka, V'Aliyosu, V'Chadar, V'Apim, and Beis the entire drawings, the blueprint of how to build it. And the Pasa continues, a few Pesukim later, Hakol B'Chsav, Miyad Hashem, Eli Hiskel, that everything was... Ke'ilu HaKadosh Baruch commanded David HaMelech to build it. It was all done with Ruch HaKadosh. And therefore, everything was, was api dvar Hashem. So how can you tell me there was no Kedusha? Of course there was Kedusha in every detail of the building of the Beis HaMedosh. So it can't be that when Rav said, Gagin Kadashu, he obviously was not referring to the Beis HaMedosh itself, because there's blueprints, David HaMelech, there's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Dvar Hashem, and therefore, he's not talking about the Heichel. So that's what Rav Yosef said, that is not a good question. Tashma will continue to ask on Rav. The Mishnah in Maestro Shini says like this, Halishachais, meaning the, the room, the chambers, they were built alongside the Kaidesh, and it doesn't mean the Kaidesh, it means the Azara, but they were opened up to Lachol. Lachol doesn't mean you know, uh, nothing like a weekday. It means the Harabayas. So it still has Machin and Leviyah, if you remember our discussion a few, a few program ago in the, in the Samachs. So it's open to Harabayas, but it's not open to the Azara. If you had a picture, I should have sent it out. But you could, you could figure it out with the, with the imagination. Now, the inside of this room, the Bryce says, the Mishnah says, 
the inside makes sense, has the uh, status of the Harabayas, not the Azara. The and the roof, has the status of Kaidesh, of the Azara. So what do you see from here? You see the rooftops do have Kedusha. So the Gemara says, Tir Gemara, Chista, where the Gagai Sehen, the roof of this chamber was shoved it was parallel to the floor of the Azara. So when you're standing on the floor of the Azara, it looks like an extension of the Azara. You know, technically it's the rooftop of a chamber. So although the chamber itself doesn't have the status of the Azara, it only has the status of the Arabias, the rooftop, I could just jump straight onto it, go hop onto it, and therefore it, it ha- that's why it has the Kedusha. The Mishnah says, Yahachi, that's what the Mishnah is talking about. Aim a safer, look at the safe of the Mishnah. The Mishnah there said, Let's see you have the same type of chambers that were built in the Harabayas. And this and in this case, it was opened the other way. It was opened Psuchas It was opened up into the Azara. That's the entranceway. What does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says, Toichon Kaidesh. The inside of the chamber has the status of the Azara. The Gagasein Chal. And their rooftop has the status of the Harabayas. The Sokadaitach. Bishagasein Shavalakarka Azara. If the same case where the rooftop is parallel on the same level as the floor of the Azar, if that's what you're talking about, then why do we say Toich and Kaidesh? The inside of the chamber is Kaidesh. What is this? If the rooftop is parallel to the floor, then the cha- you can't really get into the chamber, obviously. What is the chamber called? It's called a tunnel. Havalei Michilois. Then the chamber would in fact be a tunnel because the rooftop is the ground of the Azara, and this is merely a tunnel under the Azara. And we know So this doesn't make sense. So the Gemara says, Ki come Rabbi Yechanan. When did Rabbi Yechanan say that that mechilos, uh, the cha- the tunnels don't have kedusha? That's pipsuches laharabayis. That's when the entranceway, right? You're thinking about your tunnels here, tunnel tours in in Jerusalem. That's when the the the, the entrance to the tunnel is coming from harabayis. Kitanya, he that Mishnah that said that the inside of this now we call it a tunnel has kedusha. That's b'psuches la'azara. The, the way to access it is through the azara. So that's why, it, in fact, even though it's technically a mechila, it's a tunnel. It has kedusha. I've tanya vidar mechilas mitachas eichachol. So the says same terrors. Kitanya he shebesuches lechol. It's only open to the arabai. It's not open to the azara. Okay, another kasha and rav tashma. We have no raya. No, so Rav is fine. Rav said Aliyas have the status of the Gag and Aliyas have the status of um, don't have kedusha, right? Ah, you brought me all these cases that it has kedusha. Not true. These cases are where it's it's parallel to the Azar. It's not. We're viewing it from a floor perspective and not as a rooftop. So, but the tunnel, but it opens. So Mechilas have nothing to do with Gagos Valley, yes. But why was the inside Kodesh? So that's a new thing. New halacha here. That if the tunnel starts from the Azara, then it has Kedusha. But then the roof is not Kodesh. We don't, the roof is the floor of the Azara. Of course it's Kodesh. We said it's not Kodesh in that case. Gagos say I'm full. Even though it's still parallel to the Azara. It should be right the other way. One second. Go ahead, one second. No, so there it's Benuyas Bachal, 
as opposed to being benuyos ba. Oh, so the roof yeah, is yeah. Hole, right, exactly. The, the opens from inside. Correct, yeah. Okay. Good. another kasha. That brice that we just quoted from Rabbi Yehuda, that's in Mechilos and underneath the Hechel, do not have Kedusha, that brice itself says two more words. The roof of the Hechel is Kaidesh, which is, could be what you're asking. So the Gemara says, You're understanding that in a simple pshat, but the Bryce has said, These rooftops of the Azara, that obviously does not have Kedusha, and it's like rock. So the Gemara says, So why did Rabbi Huda use the term that Gagai is Kaidesh? So the Gemara says, "Rav Chama Bar Guria There was a special two ama piece or two ama area on top of the on top of the Azara, on top of this roof, that was actually used to store kalim from the base of Megdash. And because we needed to store the kalim there, you wanted it to have kedusha. What are these things? The Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah. Shte Amos Haya. There were two Amos." Or meaning there were sorry, there were two measuring sticks of an ama each, Haya Bishushan Habira. So this is like a reference to Purim already. So there is a, there was a Lishka which had the name Shushan Habira, which the Gemara describes. The Rishanim described that there was a there was a um, a picture, Rashi Menachis, there's a picture of like the skyline of Shushan Habira. Why? To remember that they allowed us to build the base Hamidash. Some of the Paiskim Achronim talk about this when we talk about Having an American flag in your uh, in your shul, so it's actually an interesting debate. I was reading online before the, the origin for putting the American flag in shul. Some shuls, you know, do it. Some didn't. It goes back to the Civil War. There's a lot That's written about it. No, yeah, young Israel's never. Young Israel have Some of them did back in the day. You ever seen a young Israel that has I, th- I think so. I think so. Yeah. Anyways, so either way, so yeah, you've seen it. So. Uh, Israeli flag. Anyways, so fine. Either way, <laughs> we'll skip it for now. There was two measuring things that were am each. Okay, now achas al karen mizrachas tzvaynis, v'achas al karen mizrachas tzvaynis. One of them was put on the corner of the of the of the north. One was in the south. Now, zusha al karen mizrachas tzvaynis. That was put on the corner, the northern corner. Haisi yisera al shel ama chazi etzba. It was. A chazi etzba greater than the ama of Moshe Rabbeinu. So Moshe Rabbeinu's ama six tefachim. We spent time in Erevin discussing in the first parak. So it was a half an ama more. The zushal karmas rachas deremis. I'm sorry, a half an etzba more. You say allow chazi etzba. The other one had a full finger morning, a half of etzba more than the other one. Okay, now, why do you need these two different extra measurements? So the Gemara said like this, it's actually a mission, the mission is like this, the way it worked was that, usually this works the opposite, but in the basic mission, you did things right. You had, your architect would give you measurements and a price, and then they would actually go to work, and they would always be short. So we figured, let's, let's flip around what goes on there, because if you're short, and you charge the base of Megdash, you just remoil the hektash. So therefore, the rule was, when you, when you uh, take the job, you use a regular ama measuring stick. But when you complete the job, when you want to measure, if you filled your quota, we use the bigger measurement. So that gives us a buffer, just in case you're a little short, 
We're using the bigger measurement. Okay? They would, they would uh, accept to work with the Mida Katana, we would measure the Mida Gadala. Kadeshla Yavila didn't Ila said they would not end up coming to the Ila. So they weren't so It's one of these two different sizes. We had a, one was a half a finger bigger, one was a full finger extra than Amma. So they must have one from when you did silver and gold, it would be very expensive to, to do a full finger more. So our buffer is only half a finger. Regular building of stone. Not so expensive, so your buffer is a finger. Tanan, another Mishnah, Hachaloinais, yeah, the, the Mishnah told us that the windows, and the thickness of the wall, Kilafnim, has a status of inside the Azara, or inside the Yerushalayim. So Bishlema, Chaloinais, windows, how could this make sense? How are you going to use it? That it's parallel in its height to the Karka of the Azara, and therefore it's not called Gagin Valiyas, because if it was very high, why would it be different than a second floor? Why would it be different than a rooftop? So it must be that it's, it's, um, it's you know, leveled to the ground. So we're going to find the the thickness of the wall, that's going to have Kedusha. How could it be any better than the rooftop? So the Gemara says, Meshkachas la, the case would be the Bar Shura, where there was a small wall next to the big walls. So they would, like, it would be like a lead up. You have your, the base of the wall would have like a small wall that would end up, that would turn into this very high wall. But there was room there that is called the Bar Shura, the Chsiv Ayavel Chel Vachayma, Vama Rabbi Acha, Vitema Rabbi Chanina, Shura U Bar Shura. There was like rows of walls, but the first wall was very, was short. That ended up in the second wall. So you technically could have a, 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 um, what's it called? A, a, Ayvi Hachayma that's accessible at shoulder length. Okay, final Mishnah in this parrot. So the Mishnah says like this, you have two chaburais, they're eating in one house, so we're talking about the carbon Pesach, they're eating one carbon Pesach. However, they're still allowed to eat it even if it's, they're split up. But each one has to has to even if they're even if they're turned away, they're still allowed to eat the carbon paste. Now typically they have to face you would think they have to face each other, they'd be considered one chabura. Here we're saying no, they could face away. Let's say you have uh Let's say you have a hot water urn, you could put that in the middle. Even though it's a chatzitza, meaning you're actually having a mechitza between chabura A and chabura B, even though they're eating from one carbon, halacha is, according to this shita, we're going to ask who is this opinion, you're allowed to have two chaburas in one carbon. Meaning, let's say you had, you had, uh, you had, you had one carbon, and you had a bunch of people you know, want to be in, in this, in this uh, chabura, and let's say we'll call you very from, you want the men to be on one side, women on the other side, or two separate families, everybody wants to sit next to their kids, you could split up with a real mechitza, even having the, even if nobody's looking at each other, no problem, as long as you sit in your seat, you're allowed to do that. Now, kisha shamish, when the shamish starts, when he's pouring wine to everyone in the Chabur, he's the waiter. So he has to close his mouth and turn his face to where he's eating because he's not allowed to eat. Meaning, according to this shita, you cannot eat in two different places. So wherever he's eating, he has to pick one, either table A or table B. 
if he's eating in table A, when he pours the wine for table B, he has to make sure that he's, that he's not part of the Chaburah, because he's only, he's only eating in table A. Then he eats back at his table. Akala, she's allowed to she turns her face even though she's in her chabura, she could turn away. She's embarrassed to eat in front of people. She does not have to face her chabura. So the Gemara says, Masnisin Mani, who is the author of our Mishnah that says that even though you're two chaburas, no problem. You're allowed to have one carbon with two chaburas, two different groups eating this carbon. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehudi, is the opinion of Rabbi Yehudi, the Italian looked in the Brisa. So to point this out, we have two psukim in the Tyro. I mean, we have a lot more, but there's two psukim that we're going to deal with. One Pasuk says, I'll read it, Al-Habatim Asher Yoichlu Oisai Behen, which sounds like Yoichlu Oisai, we're talking about one carbon, you could eat it, Al-Habatim, in two different rooms, two different houses. Yet, we're going to bring a Pasuk in a few lines, but Bayis Echad Yeichlu has to be eaten in one house. So which, pick, which one is it? So let's see. That the Karm Pesach could be eaten even in two Chaburais. Now, I would think the eater himself could eat in two different places, two different rooms. You as an individual, you're the one. You have to make sure you're eating in the same place. The carbon itself, you got split it. Half the people want to eat in the dining room, half the people want to eat in the kitchen, no problem. But whoever is eating in the dining room, that's where they stay the entire, for the entire meal. Now, Mikan Amru from here, we learn, Hasham is Shoichel Kezayis Fitzadatan. You got the waiter that was barbecuing, he was, he was uh, roasting the meat, and he ate a Kezayis already. He ate from the, from, the, from the goat, from the sheep. If he's a smart guy, sit there by the fire, finish your current pace, and that's it, you're done. If the other people want to do him a favor, they'll come eat with him. Before they start eating, Rabbi Yudu's opinion is that wherever you ate your carbon, that's where you got to sit the whole time. But there's a heter, I, the Pusik says, so the carbon could be eaten by people in different places. But you, as an individual, you have to eat it in the same place. Comes on Rab Shimon, he says, No, Shimon Aimer, Alabatim Ashiyechle Sobehen, the bottom is a Lushan Rabbim, right? And it says, Melamit Sheha Oichel Oichel Bishnei Mekamis. No, a person is in fact allowed to eat in two places. According to Rabbi Shimon, you could go table hopping, as long as it's the same carbon, you could go table hopping by your uh, hotel program, no problem, you could do that. Now, Yachel Yehinechel Bishnei Chaburois, I would think you could sit down, Lechatchila and Tuchaburois, the Gemara says, No, Tamler Abayas Echadi Yachel that this carbon has to be eaten in one spot, but that's only talking about when you start it off. So how do we explain Rabbi Shimon? Rabbi Shimon is saying like this. He argues with Rabbi Huda in two things. First of all, he argues with him, he says that, that the carbon itself has to be eaten in one place. Okay? Now, but that's only the beginning of the eating of it. Meaning you have the carbon, this lamb is only being served in, on one table. Now, once they serve that lamb, he holds, you can walk around with it, no problem. Because you already started eating it, and you could, in fact, be nechel b'shtechaburais. Rabbi Huda said, no, the lamb doesn't have to be served at one table. You can split the lamb in half, half for table A, half for table B. But wherever your seating card is, that's where you're sitting for the meal. You can't go switch around. Now, what's the, 
What's the machloikis here? So the Gemara says, "My It's a famous machloikis in Shas. We'll get to it a lot in Sanhedrin and other mesechtas. Do we darshan the Torah? This comes up in Halacha with the Masaris. Masaris means the way it was given from Moshe to us, the way it's written in the Torah, like the Ksiv and the Kri. If you look in Chumash, or do we go by Lamikra? How do it pronounce it? So Rabbi Yehuda Savar Yesh Eim Lamasaris. We go by how it's written. There's a Yud Aleph Chaf Lamed, which we will learn without knowing how to pronounce it properly. Yoichal, it should be eaten. So Rabbi Yehuda holds that the pasuk says, "Bebayis Echad Yoichal." That means the person must eat it in one place. Rabbi Shimon Savar Yesh Eim Lamikra. We go by how it's pronounced. Yeochel. That's talking about not the person. The carbon itself has to be eaten in one place. So that's what Reb Shimon says. You can't split the lamb in half and do half on table A, half on table B. Okay. Comes on the Gemara a few more cases. Let's say they were sitting down and they're in one room and the mechitza split uh, between them. And now... I'm sorry. A mechitza... Fell in between them. Now it's separating one from the other. You can't see each other. No problem. Now that we became two chaburos, right? The ceiling falls down, and now there's a split between in the, in the dining room itself. So before we have a split, no problem. Everybody's looking at each other. It's all chaburachas. Now you have mechitz, so the wall falls down. So what do you do? According to the manarma that holds, you could anyways eat nechal b'shtei chaburis. This is Rabbi Huda Shita. Okay, we're two chaburis now. No problem. As long as you don't switch. Now that there's a wall in between us, we're considered two different chaburis. We cannot sit down, we cannot eat the meal. Let's see, two chaburis eating the current Pesach in two different houses. And the mechitza split between them. So the one, the Rakhontab Shimon who holds that once you already started eating, then you could go now to the other place. Eichlin, he's allowed to continue uh, you know, eating, even though now there's no longer a mechitza. So technically that is considered a shinoi makim. Now they're part of a chabura now. No problem. Because originally we had two chaburas. You started eating it, but two chaburas. Now the mechitza falls. Now it's considered a new chabura. You can't continue eating that. That's the sheet of Rabbi Huda. One more Shaila, Yosef Rav Kahana Kapashli Mishra. So Rav Kahana, I'm sorry, one more Gemara. Rav Kahana was, uh, was learning this, and to him it was Pasha, it was obvious. So I'm like, Rav Kahana, you should have asked the Shaila like this. When Mechitza falls down, uh, or I'm sorry, for Mechitza, Siluk, it leaves, or you made a new Mechitza, and he said like this, Teku, he did not answer the Shaila. We're going to leave it to, to not sure if it in fact is Shnei uh, or or Shnei Chaburis, or do we say no, that they were always considered one. Okay, one more uh, point in the Mishnah, actually two more. One more, uh, a little Agarita, a little... Uh, Musr here, interesting Gemara, and then one more follow-up on the Mishnah. So the Mishnah told us that Kala hefeches as panel. A Kala, she turns her face and she could eat. Now the Gemara says, my time, huh? So I'm a rabbi, I'm a rabbi, she's embarrassed. She's wearing her white gown. Everybody's staring at her. She wants to turn around. No problem. So I'm learning that she should turn around. It's more pitzniyas. 
different uh, opinions. Rav Huna Breder Rav Nassim Ikel Lebe Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak. Rav Huna Breder Rav Nassim was once by Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak. Amru Lei. They asked Rav Huna, Mashmecha, what's your name? Amr Lahu Rav Huna. He tells them my name is Rav Huna, which which uh, the the Mefarshim pick up on this. Should a person say I am Rabbi? So at work when the, at the at the CRC, we our official signature is a Rabbi, because to our companies we're definitely rabbis. But it's a good question, you know. Should a person say I'm a, I'm a Ruv, I'm a Rabbi, you know? I don't know. Some some rabbanim you pick up the phone call, hi, it's uh, whatever Rabbi Belsky, say I'm hi, it's Yisrael Belsky. But if but when it was in Kashrus, he would say hi, it's Rabbi Rabbi Yisrael Belsky. When I get a wedding invitation, for me it's funny because I'm like in <laughs> both worlds. So if, if it says Mr. or Mrs. for Markowitz, I know they're looking for a check. So <laughs> if it's Rabbi, then they're not, they're not asking for a check. Anyways, you know, different, uh, two different hats I wear. Okay, so, so they asked him what your name is. They said Rav Huna. Amr, they said like this. Nasiv Mara, sit on the, sit on the, um, sit on the, on the couch. So Yosef, he sits on the couch. Yavle Kasa, they gave him a cup of wine to drink. Kibli Bechad Zimna. He took it right away. He didn't say no. The Gemara's going to pick up on this. Vishasi, he drank it, betrayed Zimni in two shots. And Veloy Ahadar Api, he didn't turn his face around. He drank it in front of them, wasn't embarrassed. So they, they get, they're nitpicking on the story. Amulay, they asked him like this. My time of Karis Lach Ravuna. Why'd you call yourself Ravuna? You should have said, I'm Huna. Amalu, Bala Shemani, that's my name. People call me Rav, that's who I am. Next, my time of Amulach Nisavapur Yisavta. Why'd you sit down? Just because he told you to sit on the chair. Who told you to sit? Amalahu. No. Komashiyam el Chabalabayas, famous Gemara. For guests to quote. Whatever the Balabayas tells you, I say you're supposed to do. Chutz mitzay. Except for get out of here. That, you, know, that, that uh, you don't have to listen to him. Okay. Be careful who you invite. My time of Kiyavlech Kasa Kabalta Bechadzimna. How come? When we gave you a cup of wine. You took it right away. There's a concept of being Masarev saying, no, I'm okay. Right? We know this by Tefillah. So Amar Lahu, Masarvin the Katan and Masarvin the Gadol. If a Katan gives you something, okay, you could say, no, I'm not in the mood. But if Adam Gadol tells you something, you should not be Masarv. You shouldn't say, nah, it's okay. Some bring this lahalacha. There's a if a Gabbai asks you to down for the Yamud, there is a, an Indian to say to be Masarv. No, I don't want the, the cover right away. You know, make him ask you, you know, a couple times. But if a Rav asks you to go down for the Yamud, you can't say no. If, if he's a gadol. A masarev on the gadol. I mean, if, assuming you know how to down for the Amr. But the Indian of being masarev, no, get someone else to, to do it. A masarev on the gadol. Okay, let's keep going. My time ashtite betrays him. Why did you drink in two gulps? Samalahu, the Tanya Hashaisa Kaisa Vasacha. Some of the drinks he, uh, he shoots down. His wine, Hareza Gargaron. That's called a Gargaron. He's a fresher. Shnaim, if he does it in two gulps, Tarachiris, that's a normal way. Shloisha, if he's just sipping, it takes him three sips, which is slow in the Gemara's terminology. Megasiruch is about Gaiva. So, by the way, this is brought down the halacha regarding, comes up a few times. Dal Kaisa, you're supposed to drink the wine, Kederach Shtia. So, many of the Pais can quote this Gemara. This is brought down the Shulchan Aruch in two shots. Some argue, I sort of Dava Feinstein said on his Agada, he also says that it, it really depends if it's Derek Shtia. Most people don't drink wine like that today. Two gulps for, for a few ounces of wine. Shouldn't be swirling it, that might be Gassia Ruach. Whatever's a normal way to drink it. This also comes up in Hilchas Barnefashes. Halacha is you make a Barnefashes the way you, the, the, if you drink it, Kiderek Shtia, the Chazanish Paskins, even if you drink a coffee and drinking it slowly, that's a Derek to drink a coffee. So you make a barn of on that. As long as you drink a revius, you don't have to drink it in one shot. Now those that are machmer and shabru seems to argue on that. One more application of that would be, it's as a stretch, but to make kiddush and schnapps, that's only uh, one ounce, 
Maybe that's also the derech shtia. Okay, but there it's it's less than the shear, so it's not exactly the best. Uh, we'll have to talk about a different time. Okay, but it's 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 close. It's similar to this concept where we care about the derech shtia. Almost, it's almost mutter. My time, uh, and you can just drink three ounces. My time, why didn't you uh, turn your face? I'm a little I'm not a kala. A kala does that, not me. That's what the Mishnah said tonight. Okay. Rabbi Shmob, Rabbi Yosi, Ikkul Lebe, Rabbi Shem, Rabbi Yosi, Ben Lekonya, Yavli Kasa, he gave him a cup of wine, Kibli Bechazimna, he took it right away, he didn't wait, uh, you know, he just took it, Veshasi Bechazimna, he shot one shot, he took it down. Amri Lei, Lesav Lamar, Shesu Kosev Azach, he's a gargron, that's a first thing to do. Amri Lehu, Lei Amri Bekoisa Katan, nah, that wasn't talking about a small little shot cup you gave me, Viena, much like a sweet wine, a Krisi Rechava, I have a big appetite here, that's why, so again, this is another Raya that we care about the Derek to drink that specific beverage and what's considered normal. You know, your matzah is also, you have to eat your matzah but nobody ate matzah stuffing their face like that. You know, I, I think uh, once it's from Rav Asher Weiss, I said he was once by the Kleisenberger Rebbe, said Sal, and someone was doing that uh, with the matzah. And the Kleisenberger Rebbe said, my father never ate matzah like that. Never, in history, nobody ever ate, that's not, that's not called Derech Achila. Oh, the whole thing. The briskers. The briskers do it, but the... The Yiddin never did it. Okay, I'm <laughs> putting myself at risk there, but I don't think anybody ever ate matzah like that. That's not the derech achila. Who eat that? That's how you eat. You call that derech achila? I'm Ravuna bnei Chabura nechnasim b'shloishiv yosin filibecha. One more interesting halacha. That let's say people come sit down by a meal and you hire a waiter. So we should really spend more time on this. I just gotta run. If you haven't noticed, the bnei Chabura that nechnasim b'shloishiv three of them came into a suda and they came early. And there's a hired waiter. Now, does he have to serve them? They came early to the wedding, right? He has to serve them now? Because if it's three people, we say, yes, that's already a crowd. If it's two, no, the waiter doesn't have to serve them. Now, even when, uh, even uh, anyone that wants to leave could walk out. I left one guy here, and the waiter has to be waiting on him. Still, they're allowed to do that. Omar Raba, Vuhu, the Isle Be'ina, the Regil That's only if. There is an appropriate time, meaning they came early. I mean, they came on time to the wedding. It's before all the other guests, but this was an accepted time to come. That also, the same thing, they told the, the waiter that they're going to leave one at a time. So he, he knew in advance. That those that leave have to uh, pay. The guy who takes the longest time, Meaning, the waiter's busy with him. You have to add a tip. You have to add, you have to pay more than your fair share because you're making the waiter wait longer on you. So you have to pay more. And the Gemara says, We do not pass him like that. That no, that if he's a hired waiter, again, this is all in the Umdanas and, and how we understand the, the agreement. You don't have to pay more. That was the accepted practice. That he would be there until the last guy leaves from the wedding. Either way, Hajjan Allah. Kate said, Silent and Mr. Shem tomorrow, we'll start a new parak. Haisha, Mr. Shem tomorrow night. Have a good night.